the right way to replace a founder. I'm in a place now, right? I'm going to retire in six months. And what am I going to do with this organization? How do I lead this organization effectively to the post-founders world? And first, it starts with knowing the environment, right? And knowing that human nature is what it is. I'm not counting on the next person walking in and having my interests, my skill sets, my relationships. I am, I am to the greatest degree possible not counting on that person, next person at all. Because the bureaucracy doesn't rise to the occasion to replace you well. So that's number one. So if I need to culminate things myself, I need to have a natural stopping point while I'm still in the seat. If, if there's something I'm trying to achieve, I'm not counting on the next person who's trying to figure things out and has their own concerns and risks and incentives. They are not, you know, a piece of clay for me to mold. They are their own person. And I cannot expect that they're going to walk in and, and, and take action on milestones that I created value for, right? It might look like it's an incredible win for them, but I have watched over and over the bureaucracy does not churn out people that quickly jump to an opportunity for a win. They're more risk reverse than that. And so they don't want to skyline themselves and they don't want to seem like they don't know what's going on. And so they won't rise to those occasions. So then what am I looking for? I'm looking to naturally culminate components of what I've created here by the time I leave. And now I have this very successful brand and I have these great tools like 5G Living Lab, the Autonomous Vehicle Proving Grounds, Unmanned Logistics, the Electric Mobility uh, Symposium. Um, I have all these great tools that they can use. I have this brand of the SoCal Tech Bridge, which has a lot of wasta, you know, behind it, which is great. If I want this to be impactful, I need those to be as agile to the next person as possible, not scripted by the previous founder. And so I need that person to rise into being a founder themselves, taking into account their interests, their passions. You know, that's what the luxury I had as a founder. I got to build around my strengths. And so if I recognize what made me so successful, my relationships, my strengths, my visions that I was cultivating with a host of people, but that I gain trust with those people, the next person that comes in needs that opportunity as well. They need a way, if they have the right ingredients, then I need to create a way that they can be a founder of something themselves. If I want this to truly be impactful. And so I knew long ago, three years ago, what I was really building here was things that I could achieve while I was still the founder and in position. And then at the same time, the approach, the philosophy behind what we're doing and be able to hand that to the next person so they could build off of the wisdom in that and the success stories in it, but internalize it to their objectives. And so, you know, these principles aren't just principles in the air, right? Like I am constantly 
figuring out how I build around the truth that I know to be. And that means I have to actually lie in some way. And there are decisions to be made. And I have to scrutinize myself. And I might be caught up in this great narrative and this great story. And I think it's a no-brainer. How could anyone walk away from, I'm, I'm setting up, all I need them to do is a little bitty thing at the end. No. Because they don't even have you to help catch them up into the narrative and incentivize them and, and connect them emotionally to it at that point. And I have found over and over as I've been in, in all these offices and watched all these offices that the next person comes in, it's not anything against them. It's just they've not been built that way to see this as an opportunity to disrupt and grow, right? They, they're seeing it as just another job because we've always just put them into another job. Okay, so if I'm a junior officer, a mid-level government employee, or person out there who just wants to figure out a way to disrupt the bureaucracy, what would you say to this person to become their own founder? And I'm thinking specifically of your story here. Go hard after their passion. Go hard after iterating on the design and the vision of what is possible. Find those strategic partners to do it with. And then be asking yourself, how much of this can I, how much of the minimum viable product can I do without anyone else's consent? Without asking the bureaucracy to be something that it's not. Without thinking that um, everyone's going to be so caught up in the, the grand scale. You know, I have a great friend who was in one of these offices lives and breathes it and um and and gets everyone fired up whenever he's talking about we'll just say additive manufacturing right for the last few years and 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 what that means to you know risk mitigation of our supply chain parts and you know broken assets on the battlefield that we cannot you know now use and that that is actually endangering our force and he tells that and believes that story so much that when he was plucked from that office and watched the next folks try and tell that type of narrative who are not as emotionally connected to that narrative, he then went into a depression because he had convinced himself that Marines were dying on the battlefield. He was so caught up in his own story that he thought the whole bureaucracy would change on a dime and stop being a bureaucracy. And then he was so caught up in the story that he had built, which made him a great inspiration and storyteller, but he's so caught up into it that he could not fathom that the next folks and the next leaders would be as inspired and be as disruptive. And again, when you're building something, it's your name in it. Like people are linking your name and that thing. Now think about you're just inheriting it. Oh, this one's now yours. You don't have the same emotional connection to it. The success of it is not built around yours. I mean, it's not linked to your psyche and how you see yourself in the world. You're trying to do a good job. That person is trying to do a good job. They're trying to carry on the great success that you've done. 
but they are not going to convince themselves that Marines are dying on the battlefield because they didn't take this one action that you saw was so critical. Yeah, you, you just drove home the thing that, that we've brought up a number of times between ourselves is the way that you're going to be the most impactful is to be the absolute most authentic version of yourself and then just drive that to fruition because you can't be anything else. And it's, it's sounds like the kind of thing that's, you know, on a, on a poster and a motivational poster, but it, it, man, is it, is it true? Right. Just listen to your heart, go with your gut and drive home your passions. Well, and then look at it from the other side. What are you asking your replacement to be? Are you asking them to be the best version of themselves building around their own strengths? Are you asking them to be you?